Hello and welcome to this Demony Gorbos podcast. I'm Adam Drury and I'm Maggie Hoare. In August, I met the First Minister of Scotland and MSP of Glasgow Southside, Nicola Surgeon. I was proud to present her with a copy of her community magazine, The Heart of the Gorbos. This magazine showcased work from the children at Blackfriars Primary School and St Francis Primary School, also including recipes from the Fred at One Arrow Gardens and a recipe from the Highs Rise Bakers. In fact, Maggie, I just remembered, didn't you win the genetics entry? I did, and I don't think I'll ever forget that we share 50% of our DNA with bananas. <laughs> the First Minister must have liked the magazine, as Adam and I are currently sitting in her Glasgow office, getting ready to talk to her about all things STEM. Hi Nicola, how are you? I'm very well. I'm still trying to believe that statistic you've just given about 50% of our DNA with bananas. That's quite something. I've learned something already. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us today. It's nice to see you again and we're really excited to be here. It's lovely to see both of you and I'm really excited, if a little bit nervous, about answering your questions. Okay, we are going to start with some easy questions. When you were our age, did you like science? I did quite like science when I was your age, but I'll let you into a secret. Um, I was at school quite a long time ago, so it's quite a few years since I've been your age. And back when I was at school, there was probably still a bit of an attitude that said science was more for boys than for girls. And thankfully that's changed and is changing a lot. So when I was at school, although I did enjoy science, I really enjoyed chemistry um, when I was at school. Um, It wasn't really back then something that I thought seriously about studying at university or uh, looking to do as a career. But I'm glad now that more girls see science as a really exciting thing to do. Yeah. If you weren't the first minister, do you think you'd like to be like a scientist? I would love to think I could be a scientist. Uh, I think there must be few things more exciting in the world than discovering new things and understanding how things work in a way that people previously didn't understand. And uh, science, and obviously there's so many different aspects of being a scientist, but it would be a really exciting thing to do. Whether I'd be good enough at science to do it is another matter, of course. So bringing it to STEM and the Garbos, this is a community-driven project funded through participatory budget where the local community gets to decide how the money is spent. So what are your views on this kind of funding from community project? I'm a big supporter of participatory budgeting and I think as we see in the Garbos, it really works because, well, firstly, people who live in communities should have more of a say into how money is spent in those communities and in my experience when local people decide how money is spent it usually gets spent better on the things that people really want and will benefit from so I'd like to see participatory budgeting go much further even than it is just now and more and more of the budgets that are spent decided on by local people. What do you think of STEM and the Garbos? I've been really impressed mainly by uh, talking to you Adam and now talking uh, to both of you today about how much the schools are doing in uh, around STEM and that's where it all starts. We can excite young people about the importance of science and technology, engineering, maths, all of the things that will be so important in our economy in the future then that's fantastic and I think it's probably no exaggeration to say is to say this but the Gorbals through all the different projects that, that I know about is probably doing more than many other parts of the country so that's a really good thing. 
So during Science Week at Blackfriars Primary, when the STEM and the Garbles workshops were taking place, our teachers, especially our Deputy Head, Mr McCormick, worked really hard to make sure that all our entries reflected the work of the researchers side that organised. So how can we make sure that the teachers like Mr McCormick, who go the extra step, know they are appreciated? Well, they are appreciated and hopefully you'll listen to this podcast and you may say that him and all of the other teachers that do such a fantastic job in our schools are very much appreciated. Uh, We are uh, hopefully going to be able to negotiate a a good pay rise for teachers uh, over the next year, uh, but also we're trying to get more money directly into schools so that head teachers and teachers can, it's a bit like participatory budgeting in communities, we want head teachers and teachers in schools to have more control over how school budgets are used because they have got the best idea really of what will make the biggest difference and help young people best in their education. There are lots of young people in the gobbles, but I don't think we all have the same opportunities. How can you encourage and support people from all backgrounds into STEM jobs if that's what they want to do? That's a really good question, um, Adam. And I think, firstly, what we've got to do is make sure that everybody in schools, no matter what background they come from and no matter whether they're a boy or a girl, uh, is encouraged to see STEM careers as something that if they're interested in it and want to do it, then it's as much for them as it is for anybody else. And that does start in schools. I think parents have probably got a a big role to play here as well in encouraging uh, girls in particular that they shouldn't see certain things as being just for boys. Um, And if you've got an interest in something, uh, you should be able to follow your dream. And that should apply regardless of the background you come from or the circumstances you're in. As First Minister, what else do you plan to do to improve Scotland's skills? Well, there's a lot of work going on just now to give more control and power and resources to head teachers in schools because what I think, and I've seen lots of examples of this, is that when that happens, then schools do more of the things that matter most to to the education of young people. So we've started a, you might have heard of it, we started an initiative called the Pupil Equity Fund, which is about giving resources direct to schools to help them close the gap between people from poorer backgrounds and people from better off backgrounds so that everybody does have the same opportunity. And instead of giving that money, which is traditionally the way these things happen, giving that money to local councils and then let local councils decide what schools are able to do with it, we give it directly to head teachers. And head teachers have the freedom to decide how that money's going to be best used within the classrooms. And I think that's I visit quite a lot of schools and I think that's already making a big difference. Has that just been added recently? It's over the last couple of years, yeah. It's quite a new thing. Following on from this, as a STEM pupils in your constituency, we wondered if there was anything you wanted or needed to know from us to help you improve education in Scotland. I think what would be always useful for me to hear from young people like you is what do you think needs to change in your schools? What do you think we need to do to encourage young people to see STEM as something that they want to do? Or more generally, you know, you, you're in school, you you go to school every day, you're obviously getting an afternoon off just now, or is it the school holiday started yeah. already? School. So you're not getting an afternoon off, it's the holidays. But you feel you should feel able to tell me what you think, the point of view of young people, what you would like to see change in your schools. I would like the clubs, uh, I would like them to last a longer period of time, because mm-hmm. in Blackfriars they only last like four weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's like the most they're going to last. And I think children that are really enjoying it or, mm-hmm. and that's the sport they find that is what is going to encourage them or that's what they want to be then if that's what they want to do but and then they just have to stop it after four weeks yeah I we need longer time to like continue and thrive in like a particular subject mm-hmm. 
Also, I think we should study science a lot better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, not as much as English and maths, but we should definitely look at science. Mm -hmm. Because then you could find out really interesting facts and then it could leave the children going home thinking, I've learned something Mm -hmm. new today. And they'll be really proud of themselves. Yeah, that's a good point. Like half your DNA comes from the same. Well, you've got fifty percent of your DNA is the same as bananas. That's that's what the fact I've learned today. Yeah. No, that's these are really good points. So it's good for me to to hear that. One of the things I always think about science education is that we should do more to make people understand that science is relevant to every area of your life yeah. um, you know science is relevant to what we're doing here just now you know how is my voice getting into that microphone and being recorded um, so rather than always just see it as I'm learning science today when you're learning other subjects we should be thinking about how is that relevant for science oh, as well yeah, okay so I think that's quite important I think you have a tough job what is the most difficult part uh, the most difficult part of my job is when you can't always do everything that people want you to do sometimes because the government doesn't have enough money or you know we can't uh, get agreement to do certain things so that's the toughest part of you know trying your best to do things and make life better for people but sometimes there are things that you can't do and you have to be able to explain that to people and that can be quite difficult yeah what inspires you to do what you do um sitting here talking to young people like you and knowing that I've got the ability and the power to make your lives better and equip you to be the superstars and the the leaders and the scientists and the doctors and the lawyers and the politicians of the future that will continue to make our country better. So giving young people the best possible start in life is the most important thing about my job. Have you ever podcasted any other children? No, I think this might be the first. Do you think it'll be continuous? Like, is that, are you going to carry on doing that? I would love to, yeah. In fact, you know, I could maybe do a sort of, uh, you know, what, a couple of times a year you could come and podcast me yourself to see how much progress we're making in yeah. all these things. Also, we're looking at creating a STEM club, mm-hmm. like for other children to join. Is that something you would like to join? Or yeah. I could be your honorary president yeah. of your STEM club, can I? I think yeah. I'm probably too old to actually be a member of your STEM club. But that would be great. And, you know, if that's a good thing to do and it's a really important thing to do I think in in life to have a passion for something yourself and then encourage other people to be passionate about it and help them is a really really admirable thing to do so if you get your club going I'll be your honorary president and I'll be coming to visit you and we can talk about science and STEM. So before we finish we'd like to present you for STEM in the Garbles team t-shirt and we also thought that you might like to try some fresh baked goods from the high-rise bakers who are a team of community bakers in the Garbles that are baking fresh products. Thank you so much. I know all about the High Rise Bakers and I'm a big fan of uh, all their baking, so thank you very much. It was great speaking to you and we hope our questions weren't too tough. Our next event is on February the 27th, 2019 at Blackfirst Primary. The medical concepts are dementia and cancer and we have the team from medical genetics, variology and gravitational waves. Science girl are also coming. I can't wait to hang out with them. We'd love it if you could come. I could even teach you how to make origami DNA helixes.
Oh, that sounds like an irresistible invitation. So, yeah, if, if I can, uh, if I'm able to do that, I will come along and I'd be delighted to. Well, that's all we have time for in this special episode with the First Minister. We really enjoyed speaking to you and getting your insights into STEM and the Garbos, your views on STEM and what can be done to improve education in Scotland. Thank you again for taking the time to speak to us. Thank yes, you. Yes, we really appreciate all the time you've given us. Well, thank I'm you Adam Dujuti. And I'm Maggie Hoare. And this has been the STEM and the Garbos podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you both. It was a pleasure. Thank you.